Hey, what's going on, Packers fans? This is Andrew Ware coming at you with another episode of Packers Fans Only, hosted by myself. How y'all doing out there? Hope you're having a good week. Hope the Packers' big victory over the Bears and Aaron Rodgers yelling, I still own you, is putting you in a good headspace this week. And because the I still own you thing has been so scrutinized and talked about this week, I want to talk about it quickly here at the beginning because it was a huge part of Aaron Rodgers' Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show, so it's something that I think we need to talk about. Aaron Rodgers kind of went in to the zeitgeist, if you will, and talked about cancel culture. And I think there's a really important distinction to make between what Aaron Rodgers is calling cancel culture versus what it might be perceived as. You go back last week, he's talking about the John Gruden situation. He's talking about how the NFL doesn't stand for that, that the locker rooms around the league don't stand for that, and that how a locker room is a place where all walks of life come together for a common goal. And he flat out says that John Gruden... What happened to him is good. He deserves it. That things like that have no place in the league, right? So you have to balance the two statements or segments from the Pat McAfee show together. And so what Aaron Rodgers is talking about is the ridiculous amount that he has been scrutinized while being in the NFL. Early on in his career, it was homophobic comments right? And then it became family drama. Now it's what happened last summer. And I don't like what happened last summer any more than any Packer fan. I It was awful, right? I kind of talked about it before. I think the organization had some points, and I think Aaron Rodgers had some points. But ultimately, Aaron Rodgers did what he had to do in his position I I don't know if I can really explain that but like if you are unhappy with your work environment or your workplace you have ways to voice that to call out those concerns to do something about what you see as wrong in your place of employment whether it's through a union or through your own personal efforts or it's a combination of those things, or whatever, you can make a change. And so when everything happened with Rodgers this summer, I saw it as he's doing what he can in his position to try and make a change. And I think there was some validity to it. I think that when you're going to cut Jake Kumara that you go to your quarterback and say, hey, we're, we're going to let this guy go. This is a guy that you really like in camp, but the team doesn't see. Whatever. You just have a conversation. The same thing. When you're going to draft Jordan Love, you call your franchise quarterback and say, hey, look, if the draft board falls in a certain way, there's a chance we're taking this guy at number 26. Right? That, that's just decency. That's common courtesy. And from what I understand, those are things that did not happen. So you see Rodgers doing what he can do in the situation he's in. 
And I'm not saying he is all the way right, because I don't believe that at all. But I also believe that the organization is not all the way right. And so Rodgers addressed that on the Pat McAfee show, and he used his platform to address it on a week that he yelled at some fans in Chicago and has gotten responses of like, you know, they want to punch him in the face. You know, former players, Bears players said that. But I, I, I like the idea that a quarterback doesn't have to have all the right answers. A quarterback doesn't have to be perfect. That QB1 is a human and isn't going to always say the right thing, isn't always going to do the right thing, is going to make mistakes and doesn't have all the answers and isn't perfect and is an individual. And I think that's what Rodgers was talking about when he talked about that. And if you listen to what he actually said, you can parse that very easily from the comments. And, you know, obviously you're going to see the headlines. It's like, oh, he ranted against woke cancel culture or whatever. And you're going to see that twisted to fit a certain narrative, which is what exactly what he's addressing is, you know, the things being twisted to fit a certain narrative that people have about him. And it's been like that his entire career, and I think that's totally fair of him to say something about that. I also thought it was really cool how he called out that he was not a victim in this. I really like that, that he distinguished, hey, I'm not a victim of cancel culture. I'm not a victim of the woke mob. But he did talk about those things. I think there's a time and place to talk about it. I certainly think that was the time and place. And I was really just, just hats off to the way he carried himself and distinguished himself from not being a victim. I I just, again, as a uh, Brown man, I just find that incredibly important and hats off to Aaron Rodgers. Maybe even, more proud to be a fan of him. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Moving on and looking at the Washington football team. This is a team that has a really bad defense. Which is amazing because last year they got to the playoffs. I mean, barely, let's be honest. In the dumpster fire that was the NFC East. They got to the playoffs on account of their defense. And their defense was very formidable. Now they're the 31st ranked defense in the NFL. That's that's incredible. What a what an odd turnaround. Uh it's something that I don't think anyone saw coming. If you would have asked me at the beginning of the season, who do you think is going to win the East? I probably would have said the Washington football team on account of their defense. Obviously now Dallas is tearing it up. Personally, I can't wait to beat Dallas in the playoffs again. It's always a fun thing. But, like I said, I would have predicted that the Washington football team was going to win the East. So this is a huge turnaround for the Washington football team and for their defense. Now something that actually Rodgers talked about earlier this season on the McAfee show was defenses running dummy calls, disguising their looks pre-snap, and basically said, if your defense isn't good enough 
to do that, you can't do that. And this Washington football team is a classic example of a defense that is not good enough to do that. This is a defense that kind of runs a one-high safety look, and they're kind of a one-trick pony this season so far. Maybe on Sunday they come out and surprise all of us, but look for Rodgers to exploit that they are not good enough to disguise what they're doing. And like Derek Zoolander, they may only have one look. One look! One look! But seriously, that that's what seems to be happening with the Washington football team this year. So look for Rodgers to exploit that. Look for this offense to eat on Sunday. Look for Devontae Adams to have a huge game on Sunday. Because it seems to, that they teams are able to get the deep ball on the Washington football team. And you've seen what the Packers can do with the deep ball. And this could be lunch for the Packers on Sunday. I mean, you're running one high against Aaron Rodgers. Come on now. And that's kind of all they got. It's kind of like that, that scene in Knocked Out. Why does he keep doing the dice thing? It's the only thing he's got, or whatever the quote is. That's kind of it right there. So look for a big day from Aaron Rodgers on Sunday. I think he might throw for 500 on Sunday. Now turning to the offense side of the ball, the one bright spot that they have is Terry McLaren, and he may be out. And if he's out, Washington football team doesn't have much. So if he isn't able to go on Sunday, that's about the only bright spot that the Washington football team has. So that's kind of it for them. Now, you talk about a trap game. I don't believe in a trap game. Like LaFleur and like Rodgers don't believe in a trap game. But that's coming on the heels of a short week and a trip out to the desert. So the Packers have to stay focused. They got to wake up with their piss hot on Sunday and they got to come out ready to win this game and then look ahead to the Cardinals. They're professionals and I fully expect them to do that, but they got to come in on Sunday and they got to take care of business. This is a noon only noon start all year at Lambeau. It's at home. Makes me feel even better about the game. I think the Packers are going to kind of walk away with this one. I think it's going to be 35-17. to 17. I think Devontae is going to have 175 yards receiving. I think Rodgers is going to throw for 500 yards on Sunday. I think it's going to be a five-touchdown game from Aaron Rodgers. Or from the offense. I only, only edit that a little bit. I think Jonesy is going to run for two. I think Adams is going to have two. And I think Big Dog. Mercedes Lewis is going to catch one. I think it's going to be a lot of fun on Sunday. I'm certainly looking forward to it. One final note. How about the Packers signing Whitney Merciless? This is great. This is a guy who took a pay cut, had other teams interested in him, and took a pay cut to come to Green Bay. This is a guy who is... Obviously, we're signing him because Zadarius is on IR. Preston Smith is banged up. So we're signing Whitney Merciless. Again, step back. Take a 30,000-foot view of this team. And this is a guy 
that the front office that Joe Barry thinks can come in, make a difference, make plays, and help the Packers win a Super Bowl. That's awesome. I will take that all day, every day. You look at what we've got behind Rashawn Gary, it is not great. Obviously, we're not anticipating Zedarius most likely being out for the season. I think at this point, we just got to look at it as an added bonus if he comes back. And now Preston Smith is banged up. So we did what we had to do. We went out and we got a guy. That's what great teams do. That's so exciting. Packers fans, get excited about Whitney Merciless. Get excited about Jalen Smith. Get excited about Razul Douglas. All of these guys, get excited. They're, they're in town. They're in green and gold. And that they're playing football for the Green Bay Packers. That's all I got to say about that. I am so excited about this Whitney Merchill signing. You look at the 96 team. You look at the 2010 team. We signed free agents to help us along the way to a Super Bowl. That is essential for a team to win in this league. And that's what the Packers are doing now. And that's great. Y'all didn't like that Thompson wasn't in these conversations. Now Gudikins is in these conversations. And he's making the calls. And he's signing the players. And not only that, he's signing players for under the value of what they could have got on the market because he said, hey, come chase a ring with Aaron Rodgers. That's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm freaking talking about. So get excited, Packers fans. I love that Rodgers talked about this team and compared it with another team that lost a lot of players to injury, talking about the 2010 team. That's cool. That's some cool stuff. This is a team that has one goal in mind, and that's the Super Bowl. So let's go get it. Thanks a lot for listening, y'all. If you could, please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you could, please follow me on Twitter at PFO, capital PFO, lowercase NLY, Packers fans only on Twitter. Also, one other thing this week, I am part of a fundraising team for a group called the Dear Jack Foundation that raises money to support young adult people with cancer. Uh, The lead singer of the band, Andrew McMahon of the Wilderness, also something corporate in Jack's mannequin, Andrew McMahon, is a cancer survivor, had leukemia, and realized in his treatment that young adults are the most overlooked group of people with cancer. So he decided to form an organization, and every year that organization does a 250K challenge in which fundraising teams raise $250,000 for the Dear Jack Foundation. If you would feel so inclined to donate to my team, please Look me up on Instagram. I have a public page. The link is right on, in my bio at the top of my page. My handle on there is andrew.ware, W-A-R-E. If you could just look me up, click the link, and donate to my team, it would be so appreciated. I cannot express to you the gratitude that I would have if you would donate to my team. Uh, feel free to look up more information about the Dear Jack Foundation on their website and uh yeah thanks a lot thanks for listening have a great weekend carry that g 
Let's go beat the Washington football team. Go Pack Go. Thanks a lot.